we spend an enormous amount of money in our homes yeah. to make sure that as soon as crap comes into the home, it's it, immediately yeah. gone. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Get that out of here. Because it has such negative value. And he's saying, yeah. that what does my flesh produce? It produces crap. This is the Hopper Podcast. I'm William. And I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. William is a hospice chaplain. We've been friends for over 20 years. For that amount of time, we've been having thoughtful, passionate, hospitable conversations about what is good and right and beautiful in the world. Each week, we pull an idea out of the Hopper and talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast, Episode 2. Today, we're going to talk about profanity. Let's get right into it. When you look at the Bible, yeah, uh, there's a lot of "don't let unwholesome talk come out of your mouth" sure. or um, foolishness, yes. um, filthiness. You know, there are lots of words that are used in the Bible. Yes, I've looked them up in the Greek, and then uh-huh. I, I, I found something. Ephesians five talks about uh, uh, baseness, filthiness, ugliness, wickedness is one of the words, mm-hmm. and then another one is foolish talking or silly talking. It's actually uh, morlagia. So you can hear the moron logia, right? Moron logic? Yeah. <laughs> moron <laughs> logic. Log means word, right? And, sure. And, and moro is, is, we get the word moron. Um, yeah. So it's, it's moron talking, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you went on a deep dive here with profanity straight out of the gate. Well, yeah, I was just looking at some of these words. You're going Greek on me. Yeah. Um, the, the next one, so this is Ephesians 5. Yeah. It means uh, crude joking, coarse joking, or buffoonery, raillery. Um, raillery? Raillery. That's an interesting word. That's that an old word. word. Yeah. yeah. You're railing on someone. Okay. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And another old one would be like jocularity. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right, raillery, yeah. boorishness. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, but this word in the, in the kindest way is, uh, means facetious. Yeah. Um, and I have to say, I, the, this is kind of troubling for me when I think about my use of words. Mm. Um, and I do at times use profanity. And, I, and I'm going to argue tonight that there is a time to use profanity. Okay. Because... Um, uh, these words that we're talking about, I think it has to do with uh, the culture, yeah. context, yeah. and knowing your audience. Mm. Um, but, yeah, this this word means, uh, you know, coarse joking. I, I, I may be guilty of that a lot. Yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am too, but... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, am I, though? Is it coarse? If, if, I'm, if I'm joking you, I don't think of it as coarse joking. Okay, okay. Um, because we have that relationship. I see. Yeah. But I think if you if you talk to someone yeah. that that you don't have that relationship with or maybe or maybe you, you learn they they don't they find this word vulgar. Mm. I shouldn't use this word mm. because they find it vulgar. Um and the, so coursing course joking you're talking about you're saying is has a lot to do with how the person receives it. I think so. Okay. I think so because uh, you know, my wife and I, we love twisted humor. Yeah. And we laugh a lot. Yeah. But it, it's twisted sometimes. Yeah. Right? And and not everyone likes that. Sure. Um, you know, and I, I, I say often that I'm I'm fluent in three languages. And English, of course, I, I, yeah, I'm, not, sure. I'm not even fluent in English. I mean, I speak it real good. <laughs> um, 
And then, uh, and then I'm, I'm fluent in the language of love. Oh. oh so that's a joke. Yep. Um, and then uh, I'm fluent in sarcasm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I definitely have that language down. Right. And um, one, one friend of mine sat me down one time and said, you know, sarcasm is soul killing. Mm. And I was, yikes. Uh, hmm. He was, you know, rebuking me. Yeah. That, that yeah. my sarcasm was soul killing. Um, and I, I thought about that a bit, but I, I really love sarcasm. Yeah. My whole family loves it. Oh, yeah. You and I talk it all the time. We love, absolutely. We love yeah, sarcasm. Absolutely. I think it's hilarious. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but some people do not find that funny. Well, I think there can be some sarcasm that is soul-killing and some that is not. Uh, the immediate analogy that comes to my mind is uh, I remember back when George W. Bush was president and... I used to watch, uh, my wife and I, Catherine and I, used to watch um, The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, and then also The Colbert Report. Right. And those were back-to-back, and we we would watch them together. And they were both hilarious, and both a lot of fun. But it seemed to us that Jon Stewart's sarcasm was sarcasm for the sake of sarcasm, and it was hilarious, but he had no point to it, as opposed Mm. to Colbert, who... Had ju- was just a sarcastic. I mean, he was playing this character that was just yeah. Like, there was, it's the definition of sarcasm in lots of ways. Uh, but he is a Christian, of course, and is and is trying to make. Th- there were things that were off the table for him, absolutely. Right. And he has a goal in mind to glorify the Lord. And I'm not sure that it's. Hmm, I'm not sure that I want to defend everything that he's said or done. Sure. Of course. Right. But they felt very, very different to me, even though a, they're both sarcastic. Right. You know what I mean? I do. I think that's a, a great comment. We had to stop watching um, uh, the first one, The Daily Show, with Jon Stewart, even though we loved it so much, but it really was soul-killing. It was, like, mm. uh, nihilistic. Yeah. Nothing matters. Nothing matters. Yeah, it's Where, upsetting. Yeah, it's upsetting. Yeah. And uh, and the and the laughter was almost a laughter of... And it was hilarious, but it's, it's like a laughter that covers over pain that has no purpose. Hmm. But with Colbert, I still like him a lot. Right. And he's still very, very sarcastic, but it's with a purpose and it's moving a direction. Yeah. I think when I'm sarcastic, it's always with people. It's in small mm-hmm. circles. And I'm... Yeah. And I'm I think that the the result is building relationship. Yeah, it's building camaraderie and uh, a lightheartedness that that it, I think serves purposes. You know, yeah. laughter sometimes is the best medicine, mm-hmm. um, and so I enjoy it. But mm-hmm. I've I've learned that not everyone does. It can be risky. Yeah, and so you need to be careful. Yeah, it can tear down. Yeah, so you need to know your audience. Yeah, um, but that's not exactly profanity, right? We're right, talking sure. about. Of course, joking. Yeah, let's go back to words. profanity. And of course, we we love the Bible, and so I got to go to Philippians three that has this one word that is so clearly uh, profane, right. profanity. Um, and it's in uh, chapter three, verse eight, where Paul says, the writer says, um, "For the sake of Christ Jesus, my Lord, I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as." Okay, the, the version I have in front of me translates it rubbish. Right. In order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ. Okay, so that word rubbish is a horrible translation, and yeah, everybody knows it, it. It sounds like garbage. Yeah. Or, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, there's another translation that says dung. Okay. okay. That's closer yeah. 
Okay, so words have denotation and they have connotation. And so dung is the proper denotation for that word, but it's the improper connotation for that word. So just like in every language, uh, human excrement or animal excrement, whatever, excrement, right. uh, there, in every human language, there are a ver- lots of words to right. refer to that. In English, what do we have? We've we got have tons excrement. of words. <laughs> we've got yeah, lots of words. Yeah, we we got excrement. We got uh, poop, <laughs> doo doo, doo doo, dookie. Um, and they're so fun to say. They're fun. <laughs> we we make up fun words to say. Yeah. Um, but then there's also crap, uh huh, and shit. Yep. Yeah. These are English words, and we and they all denotate the same thing. But their connotations are different, and in in he, in, uh, in the Greek, the, the original language here, that word is skubalon, which is an accusative form of skubala. And that word certainly denotes dung, or sometimes even rubbish, um, although rubbish probably isn't the best translation. But uh, dung, but the connotation is very very clear. There were lots of words that were available to Paul for this. And he chooses one that is very provocative. Very provocative. And everybody knows that, but we just don't translate it properly. So how would you translate that word? Yeah, that's a good question. As I'm not a Greek scholar, and so, uh, but I did study with some pretty amazing Greek scholars, and I talked to one of them um, and he said that he thinks that it should be translated somewhere between crap and shit. Yeah. Not quite as strong as shit. Right. But more provocative than crap. Yeah. At the very least, we should translate it crap. That, that's interesting. That's, that's exactly how I feel about it. Yeah. Having not spoken to this scholar. but Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I don't want to translate something that that is immediately offensive to people, whether they understand it or not. But Which does beg the question, why does Paul use such a strong word here? Okay. Yeah. I think I've got a good idea for that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back to it and say... So it's very provocative, right? He's trying to... Uh, how can I say? Human excrement is much more clinical, uh, you know, or a bowel movement or something like that, yeah. right? Is much more clinical than crap. Right. Crap is much more evocative, How about feces? emotional. You like feces? feces, yeah, okay, that's much more clinical. Again, yeah. that sounds like an animal, though. Well, like scat, scat, <laughs> scat, yeah. yeah, human scat, <laughs> guano. Um, <laughs> that's from bats, I think. Scat with corn. <laughs> okay, well, he could have said that, um, but no. Okay, so crap. He's trying to be provocative. He's trying to make you think of something really, really like. With crap, it's it's more disgusting than feces. Yeah. In terms of like when you when you say it. And he's trying to disgust people. Because here's why. Listen. Let me just read the sentence again. For the sake of Christ Jesus, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as crap in order that I may gain Christ. Yeah. What he's talking about is what the flesh produces. What does the flesh produce? It produces crap. 
And crap. And so he, I mean, earlier in the in the paragraph, he talks about um, that he is actually a really, really good person. And if there's ever a person that could be good enough, that could boast about their that, behavior, their their obedience, their attitude, their right. cleanliness, their you know spiritual disciplines, their knowledge of the Bible and of God, and all, if, if anybody you, could yeah. boast about any of that, if you compare yourself to other people, yeah, he's he's at the top of the heap. Top of the heap. We order we order people from good to bad in the history of the world, and he comes up at the top. Yep. That's what he's saying. And that's what he's saying is crap. Yes. The, the, what the flesh produces, he counts as crap. And crap has um, not just no value, it actually has negative value. Sure. Right? So It's toxic. So you think about like something that has no value in your house. You have a trash can, and you throw it in the trash. Yeah, it's waste. It's waste. Yeah. Right? So I, I got a piece of paper that I'm not using anymore. It's an old receipt. I put it in the trash. That has zero value. At some point, I'm going to take that out. That's not what we do with crap. We spend an enormous amount of money in our homes yeah. to make sure that as soon as crap comes into the home, it's it, immediately yeah. gone. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Get that out of here. Because it has such negative value. And he's saying, yeah. that what does my flesh produce? It produces crap, and he's trying to be evocative and provocative to say uh, whatever good you think you are is actually hurting you. It's a pile of crap in your home. You've got to get rid of it. Yep. Human waste. Flush it away. Flush it away. So all of the best things that I think about myself, my talents or or my, my rugged good looks... (laughs) <laughs> rugged okay <laughs> my baldness yes because bald is beautiful it is um all the things that people cherish about themselves yeah um in light of the good news yeah yeah um and in light of who god is yeah um is garbage yes. is rubbish is that's crap right. yes. stronger than the word crap yeah that's right um and that that's a powerful statement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh cuz everyone out there is trying to prove themselves. That's Everyone's right. trying to to be better. Yeah. Uh they want to shine, they want to be a spectacle, they want to be special. Yeah. Uh and and even the people who are self-loathing. Mm-hmm. That's just another way of of grieving the fact that they can't do that well. Yeah. So it's all pride. Yeah. And and human flesh produces crap. You're absolutely yeah. right. That's right. And well, I, I'm just saying what Paul's saying here. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's interesting that he uses... This is really, as best as I can tell, the best or maybe only example of real profanity in all of Scripture. That's the only one I know of. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it is... Um, so, how can I say? In terms of should we use profanity... Scripture is filled with all kinds of horrible, horrible things. Violence and Murder, illicit rape, sex. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, all mm-hmm. kinds of just really, really Exploiting people, Ex- slavery. Yeah, slavery, just... Ah, double-handedness. It's not holding back on anything. And as best I can tell, this is the only word of profanity in Scripture. Now that tells us that there... I think it tells us that there is a time and a place to use profanity mm-hmm. properly. But it's rare. Yeah. Well, it's like Ecclesiastes saying there's a time to kill. Yeah. Mm, um, mm, mm, mm. When does that happen? Well, yeah. there, there is a time, but hopefully you don't have to meet it. Right. Um, right. So having said that, 
Um, do you you use the word crap with frequency or shit or other profane words? So I do use those words. Um, I'm sure more than I should. I know mm. more than I should. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I like them word. I like those words. Sometimes I think that um, we use profanity uh, too loosely because we don't have command of our own emotions and uh-huh. or we don't have command of language. Vocabulary, yeah. 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 Uh, I think there's also a trendiness to it. Mm. But, you know, what makes you tough or popular? Mm. Um, if you just spew out these words that are kind of culturally accepted as rebellious yeah. or in some way, um, uh, they're, what's another way to say that? They're, they're acceptable yeah. because they are contrary to institution or to the way it yeah. used to be or yeah 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 um and so the the but then they they lose their their potency they lose their power right when they're just regularly used right. um that's it, right i think the younger generations don't understand that you know when we watched tv as kids yeah. there, there was never anything no inappropriate right. i mean you think of like the leave it to beaver right I mean, they, they actually that's had separate beds yeah. you know right. they, they didn't right. have the same bed yeah yeah. So then it, asks, it brings about another question, is yeah. if culture changes, and you know language changes, sure. things don't mean what they used to mean, and they no take on new meanings. Yeah, no question language changes, and it changes rather fast these days. Right. So if it's changing, if, the, if, uh, if what was vulgar 50 years ago is no longer and that vulgar. Happens. Absolutely. Yeah. This word scubalon, if, you know, I'm saying it now, and it has no impact the way that it did to the original audience. Right. Yeah, because language changes, yeah. So then it, it does ask, well, what, what's vulgar, and are, you know, are we making new words that are vulgar? How do, they, how do we create these in, in our society? Right? Yeah, how, how do we, a, who decides what's vulgar and what's not? Are you trying to create a vulgar word? Yeah, let's come up with one. Yeah, so, I hear you. Uh, it's because there's so much culture involved in this. Yeah. Um, that's why yeah. I say you have to know your audience and, and when you're talking. Sure. You're making jokes and you're sure. being sarcastic. Some people really don't appreciate it. Yeah. Um, you say you say crap and someone might be very offended. Yeah. Um, but you can get away saying crap most places these days. Oh yeah. Yeah, because it just doesn't have the same weight. They're they're nastier words, I guess that that you could use. Sure. And people are are more. Um, they're not shocked by it the way that they once were, which is I think a, a tragedy. Because Paul here is trying to shock people. Yeah. Because it is a shocking thing that he's saying. Right. Yeah. And it's supposed to, and yeah, anyway. Yeah, what most people would take such great pride in and do, he's saying it's crap. Right. And he has to use that kind of language in order to make his point. Yeah. Yeah. And if that language is used all the time, then he, you know, how, how do you get people's attention? How do you That's how right. do you rattle the cage? That's right. When uh, everywhere you turn, there's an f bomb and yeah. uh, all the vulgar words that are out there. Yeah. What's uh, your favorite profanity to use? Oh, I don't know. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be one of the name like the the four letter yeah. big words. It yeah, would yeah, yeah. it'd be something like dumbass or yeah. or dipshit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. I don't know something. Something a little bit off. I mean, there's, there's, the, uh, and I guess that's because it's the novelty of them, you know, ass hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, okay. You know, uh-huh. you don't hear that often, right? No. And it's kind of it's it's pretty humorous. It is, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I'm. You know, when we were thinking about this, I, I do wonder. 
I was wondering more about the coarse joking because I'm far more guilty of that than profanity. I, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I might I might use profanity, but at times I think it is appropriate. Um, sure. Uh, but I don't I don't do it a lot. Mm-hmm. Coarse joking or or sarcasm, you yeah. know, being facetious. Yeah. If that's the light word of this of this word, is that the light use of this word in Ephesians? You know, being facetious. Yeah, facetious yeah. Um, wow. Catherine and I were so sarcastic just in general, talking with each other, and we enjoyed it so much that when we um, adopted our son, when he was five years old, uh, he came to live with us, and we sarcasm was so much a part of our vocabulary, and, just, and we didn't have him as a baby growing up, you know? And so he comes into our house, and, and we started talking sarcastically with him, but at five years old, he had no clue how to understand sarcasm, and he right. would take what we're saying literally when we meant it completely sarcastically, figuratively, and then we were surprised that he didn't wasn't able to keep up with the conversation, and he, you know, yeah. and it was it was a big wake up call for us. Yeah, it was tough yeah. for him and for us. Yeah, you, you don't even realize. Don't even realize it. And then there's a mirror in front of you saying uh, some indication that, wow, I do this a lot. Yeah, you know, when when someone has to sit me down, yeah, and yeah. say, hey, you, you're crushing me with the sarcasm. Yeah. Um, and mm. I've heard this from my wife as far as the kids. The kids are very sarcastic now, mm. and, and, I, and I laugh, and we, I think it's funny. But she said to say, hey, you've, you've done this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you, you have multiplied yourself, right. and, and the sarcasm is, is running amok in the house. Yeah. Um, and then I have to say, hey, you know, I, we, need to, we need to think about this. Yeah. Um, yeah. We are told in the pastoral epistles that, that we're to teach young men to be serious. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Among other things. Yes. And so not everything is a joke. That's right. Um, Jokes are good, but not everything is a joke. Yeah. yeah. And, and really, if the thrust of the law, again, the fulfillment of it is love. And if someone has to sit me down and say, hey, you're, you're joking so much that I can't take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's, that's pretty humbling, right? It is, yeah. Um, You have been using the name William mm-hmm. uh, ever, I don't know how long, 10 years ago or something, you, you, you made a switch. But ever since I've known you, it mm-hmm. was Willie. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I, I met you in St. Louis, mm-hmm. and you were Willie. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, so from here on out, mm-hmm. I, it, it's in my mind, imprinted forever, that you are Willie. Yeah. And yet, when I, I, I come to town... Everyone here is calling you William, and they're shocked. I'm almost appalled <laughs> that I called you Willie. What, Willie? Yeah. You know, and, and uh, yeah, so please explain. Okay, so uh, you can call me Willie. You can call me William. You can call me Will. Uh, when I was, when, when all growing up, I was always Willie. My name actually is William, but my parents, my friends, everybody called me Willie. That's all that I knew. And uh, I started work as a hospital chaplain. After seminary, and I introduced myself the way that I always had for my entire life to my patients. I would go in there with a suit and a tie and say, my name is Willie Sofield, and I'm your chaplain. And I found that in the hospital, these people who are heading towards surgery, they're dying, they're recovering from surgery, whatever, uh, they've got some sort of whatever is going on in their lives, about... I don't know, I'm going to guess 30, 40% of them would absolutely refuse to call me Willie. Mm. They would find some other word to use. 
they would call me, uh, they, would, they would initiate calling me William or Will. They wouldn't call me Willie. It seemed too uh, folksy or diminutive. Yep. Yeah. Um, for someone who is supposed to represent God and to guide them spiritually for someone they don't know. And who's dressed up in a suit and tie and looking so dignified and talking right. about really important things and praying for them. I feel it's it's uh, it, it's too childish, too childish, yeah, for the position and the, exactly. the weight of that. And I found that they were really uncomfortable, and it made that my the very short relationship. I got only a few seconds really to start a relationship with right. somebody who really is in desperate need of some spiritual guidance and support. And so, uh, it made them very uncomfortable. And so I, okay, let me try something different. Let me introduce myself as William. And nobody was uncomfortable with that. Right. So just, you know, professionally, I started introducing myself as William. Oh, it makes total sense. And from then on out, I'm, you know, I'm William. I'm happy for, my, my wife still calls me Willie. All my family calls me Willie. I'm happy for you to call, I'm happy for anybody to call me Willie. That's fine. I like the name. That's what I grew up with. But right. I'm also very comfortable with William now. Yep. And with Will. Um not many people call me Will, but some. Yeah, and they uh, named an orca whale after you. That's right. And you don't want to lose that. <laughs> yes, uh, all growing up. Free Willie! Yeah. That's what the kids, you yeah. know, Willy Wonka, Chili Willy, like all the... Oh, yeah, yeah. All the Willies. It's interesting that I always spell my name with a Y, W-I-L-L-Y. Uh, and as far as I know, I'm the only uh, non-fictional person... <laughs> Who spells her name with a Y? All those people I just named are fictional characters, and they spell the name with a Y. But all like real people, it's I E at hmm. the end. But my parents started out with a Y, and I'm not sure why. I never asked them that. But uh, anyway, whatever. So yeah, they named a whale after me. Um, I read recently they have Free Willy One, Free Willy Two, Free Willy Three, Free Willy Four. I think at some point you got to wonder. Uh, if How he many actually times wants did, to go. Yeah. How many times are they locking this whale up? <laughs> right. He they, keeps coming back to captivity yeah. or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Why won't he go away? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't want to be free. <laughs> How many layers of cages do they have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's the story. I'm happy for you to call me Willie. I'm happy for anybody to call me Willie. Uh, I'll probably keep introducing myself as William because I've just found that introducing myself, people are, are, we can get past my, you know, the awkwardness. I'm not nearly as dignified as, you know, but people don't know that. And a lot of times, a lot of, what most of the people now in the last 25 years, most of the people who have met me, they know me only as a chaplain because I meet new people every day. And they don't want to talk about, they don't want to be focused on my name or the childishness right. of it. They need to focus on what they need spiritually. Well, if if we can just change our name, do you mind calling me Mr. Awesome? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll try it on for size and see or, if you actually are Mr. Awesome. How about, how about Dr. Awesome? <laughs> Dr. Awesome. Okay. Um, That's good. Because, you know, I think my awesomeness quotient is really high. My IQ, it's okay. Oh. My, my EQ is decent. Okay, but, but my awesomeness quotient—it's off the charts. So you got a doctorate in awesomeness? I think I do. I think okay. it, it, may, it may be honorary. <laughs> but, um, um, and that's called—that's called being facetious. Yes, and that's I think right. that's funny. There it is. Um, so I, I hope Ephesians isn't telling me that I can't be facetious. Thank you for listening to the Hopper podcast. What did we miss? What did we get wrong? What ideas should we put in the hopper? You can write us or send us a voicemail 
at thehopperpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an issue. And if you like it, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app so that more people can find The Hopper Podcast.